0: Greetings. This is Will. Wanted to add this little uh, message at the very front of the episode. Later on, um, when we're doing our post-game coverage, I made some comments about how it appeared on TV that Chase Bryce was not being a leader or really showing any type of leadership or um, teamwork on the sideline. Just the few shots we saw, it seemed like he was sitting on his own on the bench. But the more I thought about it, I think that was just something that in the moment, you know, coming off the loss was just a a little out of pocket for me to say. Um, But we're going to leave it in there just for the sake of candidness and and transparency, but I want to put that right there at the front. We just simply didn't know enough, um, especially with the limited amount of TV time that he was on there, um, if he was actually involved or not. But in the way that all players have been tweeting, it seems like there is no issue with his leadership. So, um, you know, apologies for that. But, again, want to leave it in, not try to hide anything, want to be candid, and, um, yeah, so enjoy the show.
1: Welcome back. You're in the Gold Room. Presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone.
0: Hello. Na-na-na. Na-na-na. Welcome back. This is the gold. On the road, we are at Angry Ales. We were here for the um, original Louisiana game, although we don't talk about that. Nope. We're also here for Coastal, so it's a mixed bag here. Right. And as all superstitions go, we have switched it up. We're wearing different things. We're eating are, different things. We're sitting inside instead of outside. We're drinking different things. Right. Everyone's trying new things. That's right. I had my first tequila shot in my life, and I did not like it was uh, a bad experience, but I'm drunk, so um, I think I'm pretty confidently drunk. I have an empty stomach and, and, and... Yeah, I haven't eaten today, that's why I didn't do one. Yeah, I think I got cooked. Uh, it's pregame, baby. I'm getting it's cooked. It's Championship Saturday. Yeah, that's how you gotta be. So, obvious question, Parker. How do we not get our asses kicked again?
1: Uh, the offense is gonna have to not be one-dimensional tonight. Oh, yeah. We can't have the run get shut down. Like it did in the original Louisiana matchup, Chase gonna have to play a good game. Defense gonna have to play better than they did that first Louisiana.
0: That's the first. That was the only real dud game the defense had. All around, all around. All around. Except for uh, did it Staten make all his kicks? Yes, Staten had a good game. He had a really good game. Um, I think uh, we need Coastal Chase Rice. Yes, Coastal Chase Rice or first half Georgia Southern. I think also Chase Bryce is the best we've seen him all season. Yep. So we need that consistently. I agree. I agree. I would like to see, like you said, with the, the not being one-dimensional on offense, I would like to see our run rotation. I want to see production out of everyone. Yep. If we just have one dude that's putting in numbers, I don't know what's that's going to work. I, I'm not sure either, but this could be – I've got a feeling that one of our backs might have a monster game. I've got a feeling we might get a 150 out of Nate or Cam Peoples. I would love for Peoples because no, Nate's already locked down yeah. 1,000 yards. And, well, and Cam's posting some cryptic things. He's yeah. There's some weird energy going on. I'm going to be real. Based on what he's been tweeting, it seems like he's thinking about transferring.
1: Yeah, I would agree.
0: And obviously we'd love to keep him, but I can't say that's a bad decision. I don't
1: blame him, no. He's, he's losing touches
0: to a younger back. He's outperforming him. Yeah. And he could certainly play for a power top power team. five. Oh, absolutely. Uh, maybe not like an Alabama-Georgia, but... Even in the state, he could go to Duke, know. Chapel Hill. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Drinkwitz would probably love to have him, unironically. Oh, uh, that Definitely. actually makes a lot... Or Satterfield. Yeah. Unironically, I think he would do great there. Yeah. Oh. Um, but we're not focused on that. No. <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be a lot closer this game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout on either side. I think this is going to be a very good football game. One thing to mention, Coach Clark has improved his clock management. Yes. Uh, Coach Clark has improved everything since the Louisiana game. You, he said that, that he simplified yes. everything. You may say that losing to Louisiana the way we did was the best thing that could have happened. Yep, that probably was. So,
1: we'll see if it made a difference. Uh, Louisiana's been fired up, though, for Billy Napier's final game. Yeah, That's what scares me is Billy's final game at
0: home in cajun stadium and we got a, a fifth year senior in levi lewis ah, uh it's his last game or last home game yep it's Napier's last game there's a lot of uh i guess you could say storylines. Yep. that's building up here but
1: i love playing spoiler
0: yeah i yeah.
1: love to spoil billy's last game in port florida and
0: how beautiful would it be with all these bowl projections since ESPN gets the first bull pick, and we don't. We're not guaranteed to go one place or another. If we wound up playing six and six Florida, six and six uh, LSU, yeah, you know, yeah. that's realistic, and that would be Missouri? a awesome. Missouri's eligible too. Are they? Yeah, Missouri got that six wins. That would be ridiculous if we could play them. <laughs> It's all on the table. Louisville's a bowl Louisville's team, too. That's right. right. So uh, a win would be huge for us, not only just to you know win again and just submit that uh, somehow still goes through Boone, no matter what other people say. Um, but that opens up our bowl. There's kind of like, unlimited options yeah, because ESPN literally picks where we go. Yeah, I agree. So that's awesome. So we will record again after the game. Um, hopefully we aren't crying. But if we are, you know, that's show business. That's show business, baby. And I'll, I'll, hopefully no more tequila shots come my way. The, the one that I got was bought by a friend. Um, hopefully my friend does not do that anymore.
1: There's going to be more tequila shots.
0: I drove here, so we're going to have to coordinate. <laughs> and we'll catch you after the game. A few moments later.
2: I hurt myself today.
1: To see if I still feel.
2: Welcome to the Goal Room I Podcast.
1: have it
0: all.
2: We ain't have shit. My
1: empire of dirt.
2: <laughs> By the way, the Nine Inch Nails version is better than Johnny Cash. I could make you hurt. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. So we are back at Cone uh, Cone Studios. Well not necessarily No, this
1: is the satellite studio. Satell- <laughs> the, we're not satellite reg- studio. We're not in the regular studio today.
2: Uh we've got all the, the colored lights on in my apartment. We're vibing as, um, as best we can. Right. Um so clearly we're here to talk about losing the Sunbelt Championship yeah, game. Yeah, which is
1: gonna sound weird from like the high of the the hope from the our earlier. The pregame yeah, when yeah, I was now drunk off one tequila shot. <laughs> I'm gonna order you a tequila shot everywhere we go now. That's going to be my new thing. That shit hit me so fast. (laughs) It was probably fucking... And then it went away. All I had to do was eat two tacos and it was gone. It was probably bargain bin tequila too. (laughs) It was... That was El Toro. That was El Toro.
2: Granted, I don't know what good tequila is, but that was rough. Okay. Well, that was probably like eight dollars fifth. (laughs) Well, I don't want (laughs) any more. So, yeah. So, we... I mean, I I think we went into the game pretty realistic that we i mean i would say we had like a 50-50 shot uh, yeah i don't i wouldn't say that we i, I felt like we were favored or unfavored i no, felt like it was no, even I,
1: I wasn't i wasn't banking on a win i wasn't guaranteeing anything yeah
2: i knew it was not going to be a repeat no i knew, uh, point I, loss.
1: I knew it was going to be closer yeah that could that game could have been a 30 point loss
2: in what sense what do you mean
1: if Louisiana's offense doesn't stall out as much as they did in the third half, the, the third half, third quarter. Did they quarter, stall
2: or did our defense pick it up?
1: I think Levi wasn't as on target as he was in the first half in the That's true. Half. He um, did have uh, some misspasses. Yeah, especially because our offense just, just fell apart in the second half.
2: I don't think it fell apart. I don't think it was ever there to break. <laughs> I don't think it was ever no, established to go off no. the rails.
1: It, it, the the touchdown drive looked good yeah the first touchdown drive the Camp Peoples touchdown drive looked really good and then we had a lot of momentum on that final drive mm-hmm. and it, it, we'll probably talk a, a while about this yeah the final drive of the first half we were moving I mean we got the ball at like the 19, 18, 17 yard line Chase Bryce moved us down the field we get to the about the 50 yard line and Billy Napier calls one time out and it's over yeah Clark ran the ball twice in a row, did not try to go for the first down. We punted. We we let Louisiana walk back down the field and can yeah. field goal. That, I um, think, was the difference maker of this whole game.
2: Yeah. I think I think this episode will be kind of bouncing all around. It, it's hard for me to go, like, yeah. first quarter, second quarter. Like, it, yeah. it just one thing reminds you of another. I think it was actually like, – I'm not exaggerating here. Watching – Louisiana, get the ball back, using timeouts to kick a field goal. Did they score points at the end of the first half? Yeah, they kicked a field goal. To kick a field goal was literally what happened in 2020. Yeah. A carbon copy. Yeah. Where we had the ball, Napier was more strategic with the timeouts, Mm -hmm. got it back, and that ended up being a three-point game.
1: I don't even know if it was the timeouts that were Clark's problem this time around. It was play calling. Once Napier yeah. started using his timeouts, Clark, I don't want to say panic, but Clark ran the ball to try to get Napier to use up his timeouts without realizing you need to go for the first down. Napier still has too much time.
2: Right. Yeah, And, and that's and what happened. And also, to we were getting the ball back at the half. Why in the world would you give them a chance to get the ball back in the first half? Even if you're going to take a knee, why even risk giving the ball back to Louisiana with any time on the clock when their offense has been dominant compared to ours in the first half?
1: Yeah. That's like, even if you don't need to like, you're not planning on scoring, whatever, whatever was going on in, in that through the radio headset, you need to try to go for the first down.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: we, we ran a draw on third <laughs> Yeah,
2: it was very, very. It, it was I, I can't like, I don't know what the word is, like, it was f- identical to last year. Billy Neighbor is probably on the sideline. Like, they gonna do he, this again?
1: Like, we gonna do this? Can again? I do this?
2: Like, is he doing this again? Yep. And yeah, we were. <laughs> um, and then you know we come back. To have the, the world's longest drive in real time <laughs> to start the half. That drive with injuries and media and everything. I mean, that was maybe a 30-minute drive. Yep. Uh, like, maybe not exaggerating. I don't know for sure. It felt like it took forever. Um, In the moment, I, I thought kicking the field goal at fourth and one was the right choice. I think, of course. Well, I thought it was, too. In hindsight, you know, that could have changed the game. Yeah. But in the moment, we just had you know offense was looking pretty good at the end of the first half. Offense had just marched down the field to start the second half. In the moment, you're thinking, "Cool, we've got a rhythm. We can just repeat this. We can just do it again." We didn't realize that after kicking that field goal, that we couldn't do it again. No, that we were just going to get stumped. Um. So yeah, I mean, there's that's one thing that I'm trying to be conscious of of. <clears throat> opinions that i have that would have been different in the moment versus hindsight because the most important is in the moment because that's what a coach is doing that's yeah what matters during the actual game right because i mean in hindsight you change a million things and you would never lose a game um but i think that was one that i think clark and and whoever made who makes that call i guess it's clark that decides kick kick it or not i think that was the right call Going I'm, for I'm the sure it's goal. a
1: combo between Clark and Ponce and our special teams coordinator. Uh, uh, probably
2: Chandler. I mean, yeah. super senior who miss I think he's missed one kick all year. Exactly. He probably says yes or
1: no. I can, I can make that <laughs> no problem.
2: Yeah. Um. I think that may have been a touchdown from Sutton in when he dove in the end zone and he got hurt. Yeah. That may have been a touchdown.
1: It. It may have been, but because they didn't call it that on the field, I understand why that was not overturned. There is nothing on the camera angle that I think is conclusive. Yeah. You cannot see the ball as it goes to the ground. Yeah, I think that's the 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 defensive back covers that. Mm-hmm. It covers the the shot on all angles.
2: Yeah. So, and that's another thing, you know, what kind of momentum will we have gotten off of that? If, yeah. if, if that Especially call, on a play like that.
1: And it's one of those, like, if they called it a touchdown on the field, I don't know how it gets overturned.
2: But vice versa.
1: Vice versa. It, it, there's not enough evidence to, to do either way.
2: Yeah. And then uh, there was a point, I think it was the third quarter, where Clark called used our first timeout, and the commentator said, interesting clock management.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Listen. If a commentator is talking about your clock management, it's bad. (laughs) They're never like, oh my gosh, (laughs) (laughs) what beautiful. Wow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of one of those like clock management, something you hope no one notices.
2: Yeah. And that's where um, that is like the only thing that you can, I think one of, if not the only thing that you can exclusively put on the coaches, even bad play calling, Players can still make things happen. Yeah. But timeouts and clock management, which ends up being the most essential part of any game.
1: It's not on the players at all.
2: Right. And we don't don't have it. It's been two seasons. And Clark has consistently messed up opportunities with his timeouts. I think Miami. Miami. Miami, I think, is the best example. That was a two-point loss.
1: Two points. Yeah, Miami or the Louisiana game last year. I'm,
2: I think that's the ultimate example. The end of if, that
1: first half is is one of the worst pieces of clock management. Yeah, but in terms of in this Apple.
2: season, I think Miami oh, is the yeah, worst yeah, yeah, example. Yeah, no, for sure. Especially with it being a two point loss where we could have, if we had put some pep in our step and actually tried, we could have kicked a three point field goal. Uh, that it, that's very bad. Um, do you have any? Has your opinion changed at all on going for two after a touchdown?
1: No, it hasn't. That was stupid.
2: This is just bad.
1: I understand going for the win in a scenario where it's, oh, like you're right there. Like if, if it was, we needed two touchdowns. If it was the second touchdown. Sure. Yes. I understand. Play aggressive. Go for the win. Because it was the first touchdown, I do not understand going for it on the first. Because missing it destroyed all of the momentum that came from mm-hmm. that touchdown. Yeah. The energy was gone.
2: I agree, because if it was if we had scored the touchdown, kick an extra point, we're down seven. One score game. We score again late in the fourth. I would agree with going for it uh, for two because I don't think we would have lasted in overtime, and especially at their place no, in a championship yeah. game. The energy is going to be entirely on their side. Absolutely, and going to overtime is like the worst thing you can do. So if this was the the two point to put us in the lead, yeah. And if we fail, it's going to be bitter. But it was good. It was the right call. Doing it on the first touchdown was just simply incorrect.
1: It made no sense.
2: Uh, and I know there. I, I saw some tweets about statistically. It gives you a better chance if you go for it then. But I don't think statistics take into account the, I don't know, the non-tangibles of the game. The momentum, the energy, the injuries, uh, how your offense versus defense has been performing. I think when you take those variables into consideration, it's the wrong call. Yeah. Outright. I agree. Because I, it that was our first score of the half. And... Once the clock hit zero, our offense overall was pretty bad. And I don't even know if that was necessarily because Louisiana's defense was that good.
1: Uh, I don't think Louisiana's defense really, really turned it on until the last couple drives.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> the last drive when the whoever was on left tackled, I think we yeah. only had 10 men on the field. Yeah. Uh, The incomplete pass, um, and then... The they fumble, which the same exact, same exact side, same which exact that play. very last play, I still, I truly believe that was an incomplete pass as well. I think his hand was going forward. The ball stayed stationary because it was stripped, but his hand was going forward. But I, I think the refs just wanted it over, and our team may have wanted it yeah, over too. Yeah, I think that might have been a, I,
1: I don't know. Clark may have just been like, hey hey, 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 just, just call it. And 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 the TV like, TV showed some shots of our sideline it did not seem like there was a lot of energy there yeah one thing i wasn't
2: particularly fond of and i don't know obviously i'm not on the sideline maybe this is how he operates the team knows yada 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 i didn't like the shots of chase bryce on his own sitting on the bench sitting on the bench yeah it seems like to me you don't want to be with your linemen your specialists your running back Anyone, anyone, because you're down. You're in a position where you're playing for a title. You're down 14 points, 17 points, or whatever we are at, at our worst. If it's not working, you got to be talking to your dudes and figuring out, okay, how do we make this thing work? Bear Hunter struggled. You know, he had a rough game. You should be talking to him, you know? Yeah. Let's figure this out. What What Can, can I be doing anything to make this better, right? Can you do anything? Can you give me any any audibles, any anything else that we can adjust? But seeing Chase sitting on his own kind of – uh run me the wrong way it felt no, like i agree i agree. Uh, I don't know and like i said maybe the team there are some athletes that that's their thing they just sit on their own they just think and that's it beautiful and that's what he does then my apologies i misread it but it's not my understanding is that's not the case and i didn't like that no uh, from
1: and that could just be tv picking it out sure um maybe a
2: foot down There was someone on the bench next to him <laughs> and they were cropped out
1: yeah or maybe you know it just caught him as he walked back from talking to the O line. Right. sat back. He just down. had a great conversation with him. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh,
2: but from what we saw, the short amount we saw, it, it you know your quarterback has got to be a leader, ne- necessary to be a leader. Yeah. And that's not what it appeared to be. No. Um, on a somewhat related note, and we don't want to get too much. This is a probably the most. Um, just looking at Twitter, this is probably the most talked about subject right now. We don't want to get too into rumors and speculation, but, you know, we got to do it a little bit. Camp Peoples. Something's up.
1: Yeah, there there is something. Something has happened or is happening or uh, I, I don't know. Right. Something's not right.
2: It, it sounds like um, that he did have a concussion, that there was either a late hit or, or a dirty tackle or something like that, and there was a concussion. Yeah. But let's not even excuse Before his that. absence yeah. with that. All season long, especially in the last half, yeah, there's been an absence of Peoples. Mm-hmm. Someone that the previous season has set an NCAA bowl record for that, yards, yes, touchdowns, that was his last
1: everything. game last season was one of the most dominant performances of running backs ever had in Ever,
2: football. ever.
1: And then he gets relegated to running back two.
2: Right. And he's someone, I think he was at, I don't know, maybe like three or four weeks ago, he was at like 750, 800 yards, you know? Yeah. He was realistically within 1,000 yards. And that's a, I mean, Noel had already locked that down, but that's something that we really pride ourselves in, yeah. running backs. Have,
1: especially when you can get multiple.
2: Yeah, having a 1,000 yard back. There, It's got to be something other than an injury or talent. That is keeping him off the field.
1: Well, especially like tonight. Let's look at the numbers. Oh god. He averaged seven point <laughs> six yards a rush.
2: How many how many attempts?
1: Eight. <sighs> Nate Noel had twelve with a three point five yard average. Chase Bryce had eleven rushes. And Camp Peoples had eight.
2: Which let's not, you know, we're not overshadowing Chase Chase Bryce in terms of his run game. Oh, Chase.
1: Kept us phenomenal. in the game with it. literally
2: Chase Bryce is the reason we had uh, however many plays that he extended. He yeah. had third down, he fourth kept, down conversions. He
1: kept keeping drives alive with his legs,
2: so that was a, a, an excellent part of his performance.
1: Yeah, I don't, I,
2: I can't remember a scene someone like that from Chase this season, and but, that just shows passion. You know, maybe that's that leadership yeah. that I, I was talking about,
1: but. There is no excuse for Chase Bryce having more rushes than Cam Peoples.
2: Who had seven yards per rush on seven attempts. Yep. And a touchdown. And a touchdown. Now, like we said, it's, it appears he has a concussion. So we get that he was taken out. But I'd be interested to just look back at the last five games. You know, who was getting the most snaps. We're not saying Nate Noel's bad.
1: No, I love Nate Noel. We're
2: just saying Peoples is too good to be on the bench as much as he is. Well,
1: it is. It just seems from our perspective that their individual skills aren't really being highlighted.
2: And that their individual skills are not determining their play time.
1: No. Like, Nate, I think, would be a wonderful pass-catching back. hmm Like, I think he could be a dominant pass-catching back. He's someone who has the potential for a 1000 in college. But we don't use him that way. He He's caught single-digit passes all year.
2: Yeah. And Peoples has a unique ability. I think just from his physicality, the dude just breaks tackles. Yeah, the dude just slips out. I mean, he's kind. Of, I think he's kind of uniquely tall for the position, mm-hmm. and just his stature, he he just breaks through. I mean, it's like nothing. It's very. It's fun watching him play because the dude. I mean, it's like he butters himself up <laughs> for yeah. every game,
1: and that's how he was on those eight carries. You know.
2: He got a touchdown. Yes. Something where he slipped out. Something worked.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, Yeah, just it seems like there's something that has happened behind the scenes that's not quite public yet or maybe never. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, there's been a lot of speculation on it. And I, I wouldn't be shocked if someone left the program.
2: Yeah. And that's unfortunate, but. You know, if this is this the 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 case facts of um, Noel's number one, uh I guess Daytrix number two, based on snap count tonight. Again, yeah. Peoples was hurt. I mean, Peoples has NFL potential. Yes. And he's gotta play.
1: He's not a he's not a running back too.
2: And we said in our pregame, we I I mean I kind of said it off the cuff, but the more I thought about it, he could have a legitimate opportunity to start with Drinkwitz at Missouri. With Satterfield at Louisville, with Napier at Florida. Think about Satterfield taking shy from Georgia Southern, take him to Louisville, turn him into a wide receiver. Napier has played against Peoples, and I promise you would love (laughs) to have Peoples on the roster and take advantage of that. Yeah. So, yes, Peoples has the potential to play in the NFL, and if he chooses to transfer, I can't say it's a bad decision. No, not at all. He's got two years of eligibility, right? Yeah, I mean, best-case scenario, doesn't have to use both. Use one more. You yeah. Know? And then maybe you can
1: go to the league or something. Go ball out in the Power 5.
2: And that's going to sting. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's going to suck. It's going to suck because he's going to succeed wherever he goes.
2: Right. And it would uh, it'd be a shame to not be able to take advantage of his success yeah. that he will have no matter where he goes. Yeah. I think maybe when we look back, and we still have the bowl game. Of course, we're still excited about that, about playing at the, I think, uh... Fire my laser, said the, the Joe's brisket barbecue, barbecue. In, in Alabama. <laughs> the br- brisket barbecue bowl. Um, wherever we go, you know, it doesn't matter. A win's a win. I, I like our bowl streak. I think that's something that we take pride in. And being able to go 7-0, and that would be sick. Um, but at the start of the season, off season, man, we were so excited about having this three-headed monster
1: back. And the, the team talked about it. Mm-hmm. And it never happened.
2: For one reason or another. Injuries, politics, game plan, didn't happen. No. We never had no a game where we had Daytrick, Noel, Peoples just clapping dudes. No. Just cycling in and out, in and out, and just running people over. We would have games where, I think ECU is when we had Peoples and Noel both pop off. But I can't, off the top of my head, I can't really recall another game where we had two running backs do exceptionally well not to say that it didn't happen i'm just saying i don't personally think of one um and then you gotta think you know let's say people's leaves you got noel running back one fantastic love him day i I don't know if he i don't know what his eligibility is and honestly i don't know if his injuries are, are yeah just catching up and it's a shame he's been through like it's just nonstop injuries for him, which really, really sucks. And I feel for him, but there may, it may be to a point where he just cannot be a running back two, running back one, you know, still be useful, but he may not be that guy. Just simply put, but then who's left. You know, you got white castle. Is he really going to be running back two? I mean, really?
1: Yeah. Is is he going to, is he going to be someone who takes, you know, 12 snaps a game?
2: I mean, he ain't no running back. He's like a he's like a fullback. He's like Mike Tolbert. <laughs> but we don't do that. We we don't have fullbacks on our roster. No.
1: Yeah, uh, we use the tight end in that role.
2: Right. If we do anything with a tight end, Mike yeah. Evans caught a pass today, and I think that was the only involvement of a tight end on a reception. I'm sure. I mean, of course, not to underestimate <sighs> yeah. their blocking; they're essential in the block. But I have always thought that we need to utilize our tight ends more, in. In offense, is just gaining yardage.
1: Oh, and this year, I guess it's it's difficult when you have all the super senior wide receivers. It's hard to spread the ball to tight ends.
2: Right. And I think Parker Collins was the last... Or not Parker Collins, excuse me. Colin Reed. Colin Reed, I think, was the last tight end on App State that played a regular role. Yeah. In receptions, touchdowns, moving the ball. Think back to South Carolina. We had that fourth and one. And, you know, he slips out and, and takes it 15, 20 yards, right? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I wish we would do more of with tight ends. Yeah. Um, not just have him as additional linemen. You know, I think that would Blockers. open up a, a whole nother dimension
1: I agree. of our game. I agree.
2: So, yeah, our running back situation will be fascinating. if yeah, How that gets handled. If people chooses to transfer out. In my opinion, just speaking for myself and just being blunt, I do think there's some politics going on in the locker room. I think there's some BS going on and whatever the precursor was one way or another, it exists.
1: Yeah. Right. And several people have made it pretty clear.
2: Right. Um, We may not know what the precursor is that created this tension that appears to be between (laughs) between coach Clark and Cam peoples that appears to be between coaching and an athlete. Yeah. But whatever that is, if you're going to have the kid on the roster, you got to squash it. Yeah. You got to go man-to-man and just f- whatever's we up. You
1: might have something that's going on, but... You got to fix it. You're clearly the best athlete on this roster. Yeah. And that that is what Cam Peoples is. Cam Peoples is the best athlete on our roster. Mm-hmm. And losing that would... Uh, that would be bad.
2: That would be a curveball we are not expecting in the offseason going into playing Chapel Hill. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. Opening that game next year against Chapel Hill and not having that
2: would <laughs> Jesus. That was like I'm sure we have a running back coming in, a freshman, and I'm sure we'll hit the portal. But Peoples is peoples. <laughs> he's uh he's unique. And there's a reason that he has these bowl records and, and his stats and his touchdowns and there's yeah. a reason people love him. You know? Yeah. Um I mean shoot, what else do we talk about? Hennigan. Had, I, I can't say enough about it, his effort tonight. Yeah. And it, his hustle. Just and he got hit a lot. Clearly playing through injury from pretty early on. Yep, I agree. Definitely in the first half. And I loved that in the fourth quarter, he missed that pass, which, yes, Chase threw it behind. But Hennigan's fifth-year senior, one of the best receivers we've ever had ever at App State. You catch it. Yep. You got to catch that. Yep. Next play, boom, redeems himself with a touchdown. Mm-hmm. A beautiful pass from Chase, On fourth and ten, puts it where only Henny can get it, and Henny just bops through dudes. Yep, spins, dives pushes, in. dives in. That's 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 Hennigan, and that's yep. what we're going to remember him for. Um, son was dinged up; he played as much as he could. I think he was out eventually towards the end of the game, but after that touchdown, he came back for a few more attempts. So shout out to his effort as well. Um, so I, I'm, you know, I, I I do unfortunately feel like. Uh, you know, this receiver core that we had was wasted in in the sense that we didn't get a title with it.
1: Yeah, I agree. This should have been a title team.
2: Yeah, with how much to have four super senior receivers come back and not win a title is a tough pill to swallow.
1: Yep, I agree.
2: Um. Yeah, I mean. What a, what <laughs>
1: I don't know what else there is to say.
2: I don't know. Like I mean, like I said, we're, we're kind of all over the place, but this is probably what y'all are doing at home with your friends too. <laughs> yeah, Just talking about whatever you think of. Um, Worth mentioning that the Louisiana students were spitting on our video crew, spitting on our players. Yeah,
1: no, that's uh, – I don't know what the hell that is. On doing that. I, yeah, that's terrible.
2: Yeah, on camera looking at Max Renfro with his phone recording him, and this dude looks at him and flips in the bird and spits at him. Like, looking into the camera. Yeah. Like, that's very bold. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, that's, that's some courage.
2: <laughs> like, I hope you don't think about committing a crime, because you will be caught. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was uh, just a little separate little storyline that's very confusing. But also, what is Louisiana doing putting their student section behind? Behind the way Like, theme. 10 feet between yeah, the, the seats so and, the, and the
1: bench. Yeah, there's not space from that wall to the... And
2: that's where you risk. I think it was Meech that tweeted it after that video of, you know, our, our students yelling at Marshall players and allegedly spitting on them and whatever. I think it was Meach that basically said this happens everywhere. And as athletes, you don't have any recourse. You can't do anything. Yeah, you're not allowed to do anything. You just have to take this abuse. And if you do anything then it's you getting penalized or it's not you that. getting yep. bad press, It's you getting NIL deals, losing NIL deals. Now, you yep. know, it affects your yep. money. Um, so that's just, and the reason we like, Myself and and you and, and a lot of app fans had an issue with the way that video circulated from the the Marshall Reporter and, and Kirk Herb tweeting about everything. It implied that this was unique. No. Like only app fans are being mean.
1: We've seen it all year at so many different schools. Your whole life at high school basketball yeah. games. That's there's just people that don't
2: don't get it. They don't get it. They think that if there's someone wearing other colors in their school,
1: you have the right. You can just talk shit to them, not, not and degrade not, them. Not even talk shit. Like, uh, people go f- so far beyond. Right. They get shit. personal. They get personal, and it's it's like opposing teams' players lose their. You know, they they become non human.
2: Right. It's like you're literally like it's the enemy. Yes. You know, like. It's a very, it's something that I just can't comprehend. And I guess it's, you know, it's probably not something you like, you know, it, you can't understand it unless you do it. yeah. Unless you are the type of person that, that does, does that. that. And you know, Some of you may listen and may be like, isn't that what you guys always did at basketball games? No. Hell no. No. There is, n- I, I told security this. I told police this. All the times they told me to be quiet or whatever. I always told them, there's a seat open right here. You can listen you can to sit, you can, every yes. word. You can record every word we say. It may be mean, but we're not. No one's cursing. We're not sl- you know, slurs. We're not spitting. We're not no. swearing. No. We're not involving people's family and all
1: that shit. No. It's all like in as good taste as possible. Like, right. It's not like we're basically telling jokes.
2: Our goal has always been to be the most unique taunters. <laughs> as yes. Possible. Yes.
1: It's not. <laughs> it's. It's not anything that that is meant to. Be to make someone feel worse about themselves,
2: right? Our goal as fans, and the goal for all fans, is to affect the other team's performance. Just mentally get them off their game, throw them off, distract them, something like that. But it should stop once the buzzer hits. You know, there oh, should yeah. not be any shit where the team walks off the court and they're getting spit on, and they're getting no, shit I mean, out. In, in the NBA, people are getting fucking drinks poured on them yeah. and shit. You know, Russell Westbrook talks about it all the time. Well, that's what Meach was talking about when that Marshall video, and I, I'm pretty sure it was Meach. But it was me. I, like imagine you know the Louisiana student section is ten feet from our bench, and our players are just sitting there, just getting just a deluge yeah. of shit. Yeah. Of shit. Yeah. And not to say there were any slurs. I I don't. I mean, I couldn't listen to the audio of the video while we were at the restaurant, but I didn't hear any of that. And I'm not accusing anyone of doing that, but. Like, you know, imagine you're sitting there and you're just hearing this shit and your team's losing a title game. And if you're the one that reacts, then you're fucked. You're the one who gets, yeah. Then you as a player risk a scholarship or risk playing time, risk a professional career. Like, it literally changes your life if you react to fans. Yep, I agree. But the worst that can happen to fans, what, you know, you get kicked out, come back the next game? Exactly. Like There's literally no recourse.
1: No, at all, especially on the college level. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And Max talked about when we interviewed him um in and, and Andre, video crew, they got this shit all, all the time. Because yeah. people see video crews as even worse Lower. than athletes. That they're yeah. just d- dorks and nerds and I mean they are, but <laughs> But like they were just talking about, you know, they uh I think Max said like I think Will had taught him to just put your plugs in and not listen. Yeah. Uh so yeah, it, that video was really uh I guess strange, especially because of the kid looking at Max's camera and <laughs> looking into the lens and spitting.
1: Yes. Like acknowledging that he's yeah. filming and then going, I don't care. Yeah. So if
2: y'all haven't seen it, just go to, to Max's, uh, I think Maxwell Renfro is his, his Twitter name. Yep. Um, and I did tag the Marshall Report. I think um, Emma Baker, Emily Baker. I'm not positive what her name is. M-
1: Eminem on Twitter.
2: I think that, I think that is her, her tag. And I tagged her because both half joking and like oh my god look another school than us did it but also like you kind of brought some shit to us like you you need to help us out here and she was like yeah it's a problem without the conference you know somebody needs to crack down on it pretty you know it's like a kind of a politician statement (laughs) you know covering your bases um i think someone else did say i I hope kirk herbstreet (laughs) chimes in on this one So that's unfortunate and I really really hope that nothing ended up happening between our players and and their students and if it did I'm sure we'll see it on Twitter in a couple minutes here, but um, Yeah, so Took the L and finished the regular season. uh, I guess it's the postseason. So finished season 10 and 3 got a bowl game coming up Fingers crossed we get a power 5 opponent. I don't know if that Is actually possible that'd be sick, you know get a 6 and 6 LSU on a rebuild or Florida or something like that I think that'd be cool um Oh uh, yeah I mean Anything else No about that's, tonight That's it for me <laughs> Okay Well um We'll be back I suppose Well For Furman We I think we'll, we'll have the The basketball game Before the bowl game So
1: Yeah Oh for sure
2: We'll uh We'll be there We'll do a podcast Or a podcast about that And cover that game Um Basketball yeah. team's Coming off nine days Of rest Between Boyce and Furman Which may not be good
1: It might be great though <laughs>
2: So, yeah. So, loss sucks, but it is what it is. Yep. Life goes on. We'll move on. Yep. So, appreciate y'all listening. Um, should we sing? Should we, like, do an outro? Should we do Hurt again or should we do another song? What other song oh. would we do? Um, wake me up. Wake me up inside. So Can't wake up. Wake me up. And Save me.
0: Save me.